Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 269. Give me my freaking deposit back. You're here with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. What are we? Deposits. It's a big one. A lot of people don't know like what the rules are. There's so many rules and you hear so many different things about when you get a deposit back, when you don't get a deposit, when's it payable. So let's run it from the top. Started from the top. Broken hearts. Broken hearts. don't get the property, it's always broken hearts. So it like, it's different in it. And what makes it tricky is it's different in every business and how, how deposits are handled in travel or how they're handled in uh, shopping or how they're handled in real estate is all very different, regulated in different ways. Morning, Jeff. Um, so real estate deposits, where, um, what I would say the key thing to watch out for, it's not the law, but the key thing to watch out for with any deposit, even not in real estate, is what you sign. So if you're signing something in association with that deposit, normally you're signing away that that um, part or all of that deposit. So you've got to be really, really careful. Well, let's start, Michael, with... Well- a little rule of thumb. Yes. Good morning, Nikki. Good to have you on the main channel so we can see the comments. Um, perfect. So I think almost a rule of thumb, if because a lot of people go, oh, when I sign, do I pay? Or when I pay, do I lose it? Rule of thumb, you've got to do both. If you have, if you paid but you haven't signed or you've signed but you haven't paid, neither mean anything, really. So I think a good rule of thumb is you've got to do both together. But let's start with commercial, with deposits. When are they payable and when are they not refundable? So let's talk about sales. A big difference with commercial, buying commercial property compared to residential, there's generally no calling off period. Rule of thumb, no calling off. Can you repeat that one? Because that one is going to shock a lot of people and surprise a lot of even real estate agents that are in residential. Can you say it again? No calling off period, no five-day calling off. In a normal residential contract, it's written in there, standard calling off. Unless you've got a 66W, it's got a calling off period. Commercial property does not have that. So automatically gone skis. Automatically, you pay a 10% 10 deposit, sign the contract, exchange, sold. Um, But... Where it is refundable is sometimes with a commercial property, uh, a sale contract is not required, not required to market a property for sale, to show a property. Residential, you need an agency agreement and a contract to sale. Commercial, you just need none. No, no, you need an agency agreement, but you do not need a contract to sale. So what an owner will occasionally set, what happens quite often a buyer will make an offer subject to reviewing the contract of sale, but an owner will request the buyer to pay a good faith, good faith, F-A, faith, deposit. We are going to talk about residential in a sec, so if there's yeah. anyone watching, we're, we're getting on to that in a moment. Yes. A good faith deposit that will sit in the trust account. It can be $1,000, it can be 5,000, normally 10% or 5% just to keep it easier. Um, Reason is you don't need a contract for marketing. 
Sometimes the contracts are quite big, quite expensive, a lot of leases. Like a sale contract, residential marks, what, 1500 two grand. Yep. Commercial could be three, four, five thousand potentially. Why would someone pay a deposit on something that they haven't, there's not even a contract on? Like you say good faith deposit, what does that mean? Uh, it means you will get the money back if you pull out, but I thought with- Why would you pay it though? Why would you even put it in? Like what's the motivation? A lot of owners get a lot of time. There's a lot of time wasters and a lot of owners are quite reluctant to execute a con order, a contract of sale for it. So they want to see you've got skin in the game before they spend two, three, four, five grand. They want at least to know that you're, you're serious and you've got a price agreed. Um, and some, that's just how it is a lot of the time. Yep. It's well, one of those, I think it's, um, inherent, it's, it's and it's refundable. So it's a, it's a cheap way to show that you are deadly serious on purchasing the property. Um, I did one last week. Yeah, where the same deposit, thing. Where the, where, where the person deposited $2.6 million um, to show how serious they were. And boy, did that get the attention. It was completely refundable. It was a deposit. Yeah. Um, and boy, did that get the attention of, of, the, of the seller. A lot of the time it's a strategy from the buyer to show I'm the serious buyer because a lot of the time in commercial, um, they would deal on a handshake. Yep, I'm selling yep. to you. Show me, like put the money in and we'll get the paperwork sorted. Um, okay. Now, residential. now we're, we're dealing with deposits here. So are they going to get their deposit back if they do a good faith deposit? Yes. Yes, 100%. Are back. they going to uh, on commercial? Are they going to get their deposit back if they sign a contract and pay that deposit? No. Up until exchange. Sometimes there's delays with one owner. So remember, up until ah, so, exchange. Good point. So even if they've signed a contract and paid a deposit until the 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 the, 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 the contract's countersigned, so the vendor, the seller has signed and exchanged, up until that point they can get the deposit back. Yes. So as an agent, as an owner, whoever's more keen for the deal, yeah, you definitely try and exchange it as quick as you can yeah. once you got everything because you sit on it for a day, deal could be dead yeah. the next day and nothing's binding. Are you okay in mind? Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. Residential, Mark. Mark, well, we do oh. commercial leasing while we're still on commercial, commercial leasing commercial. deposits. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, do it. I'll go through it quickly because it is a lot, a lot more in depth. So commercial yep. leasing if it's a retail shop under the retail act you so let's say you got a lease agreed offer agreed you pay generally one month's rent one month deposit yep. up front and it's then it agreement. goes yep then it goes to lawyers let's say for whatever reason you pull out during the lawyer phase because this can be one day to one month from offer accepted to lease being signed if it's a retail property, um, you cannot you get the deposit back if you pull out. Now, if it's a commercial property, warehouse or office, if you pull out, sometimes the owner can withdraw the legal costs. So if they spent $2,000 sending you a lease and you paid a $4,000 deposit, they can take $2,000 off that and then you get the balance back. Most and heavily of relied upon is the what was written in the heads of agreement as well, yeah. And why you pulled out. So 
let's say where it gets a little complicated, if you all had everything agreed in the heads of agreement, but then you tried to yeah. renegotiate the rent, then you're less likely to get your deposit back. But if you pull out for a reason of something unreasonable in the lease document that hadn't been discussed prior, for example, I don't know, aircon maintenance, like that, let's say it could cost you 10 grand a year. It wasn't discussed and you just couldn't agree on a couple wording terms. Then sometimes you get your deposit back minus legal. Sometimes you get it all back. Good morning, Admiral. Bit of a gray area, case by case. But watch what you've okay. signed in the heads of agreement. Residential leasing. Do you get your deposit back if you put a deposit? So you find a rental property, you fill out the application, the agent says you're approved, can we take your deposit? Do you get that back? I think this one's more for you with the timing because once you put it down, is it a good faith deposit until something happens? How does it? I think it's a no, isn't it? Well, it's a no. Like it's a no. Yeah, one week, you'll lose one week. Um, Devil advocate, we are. Is that one week? Because like you're losing it because it's one week because the agent. But what's the legal right to take that? Because obviously you've just heard what commercial works like. Good faith up until yep. signed. Like it's where's is that legislation? Or is it because you've taken it offline? Like, or is it, do they sign something saying you they lose it? What they do? They do say if marketing's continued, um, that um, uh, it can't be taken. They do say that that they don't want to see discontinuation of marketing for the benefit of the of the applicant. And yeah, and I think it's in an application that says you forfeit if you pull out, doesn't it? That's where it's written. Uh, well, it's not written. Um, it's not written, which is really careful. Now, just on that. Yeah, I didn't mean if, 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 I don't know. Just, <laughs> if, it, if it's a tenant, if it's a tenant that really wants to have an arm wrestle over that deposit, uh, you'd be surprised how far they can go and how successful they can be. Hate admitting yeah. it. Hate yeah. admitting it. But it's it's a very, it's just, believe it or not, it's probably one of the most unregulated parts of our industry. Yeah. Just in that defense, a lot of the time when a deposit's taken, a lease is drawn up, the property's taken off the market, they don't show it sometimes. So sometimes a, a, a real estate.com's, a lot of agents just say deposit taken or they just lose a week or two, which I think sometimes where that you know, feels bad. And, and look, guys, I know, we're, I know we're skating on the law and, and being very, very... Um, analytical about this but to bring in a bit of common sense a bit of equity and a bit of emotion into the whole thing you're you're taking someone's one week holding deposit like one week's a lot of money yeah equally on from a tenant side from a landlord side they've got an asset worth half a million or a million dollars that you've just frozen for a week so you've taken yeah. it off the market they can't get it rented they've lost the momentum for it so i think on balance if you sort of work out well hey like seriously guys i know this is a lot of money to a prospective it's a lot of money and yeah and it's and not equally, like the land that the, yeah audio it's not like um and this is where good faith i think you can still use the terminology because if you've said yes to it you pay a deposit 20 minutes later you change your mind it's not like no it's agree you've lost it but you're right sometimes people take a property on monday and they say we'll sign the lease on friday you've lost the week or it's dragged out it, it, even longer so 
rule of thumb, lose the deposit, but case by case. Yep. Hold on, sorry, I just, I just kind of cut out. That was smooth, no, you're, you're, I've actually that. I cut out my Bluetooth and I put my headset in, like a fixed headset in really fast, like a ninja. That just went yeah. from volume 5 to volume 15 on my end. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like super well, loud. This is plugged, plugged in. Um, okay, so now um, we've t let's talk about Resi sales deposits. I'll be, I'll be the buyer. Okay, buyer. So knock, knock. I want to buy the property. We've we've accepted five hundred thousand dollars sale price. Um, yes. I want to do it on a cooling off period. So I pay. Okay. What do I pay? Okay, cooling off period, standard in a contract is a cool off period, super standard. And um, it's five business days. You, uh, all you pay is you don't have to pay the 10% deposit. All you pay is the 0.25% of the deposit. So I'm um, paying $1,250. Yeah, on how, what price? 500000 for this example. Okay, cool. Now, based on the back of that, based on the back of that, um, the good news is that you're going to be given time to do a strata search, get finance approved, get a bank valuation, get all that stuff done uh, in five business days exclusively. Even if a, someone, another purchaser comes along and says they want to pay 10,000 more yeah. or 5,000 more than you, you have contracted the property to you. You've locked in the property to you for that period. But I've got to sign. You've got to sign that puppy after you pay the 0.25, yeah. And the owner as well. So both sign. Exchange. Yeah. yeah. And we exchange a contract. Exchange so, of contract. Okay. And then yeah. after, let's say, the strata report's no good. No good. Okay. Strata report, no good. You're going to pull out of the property. You're going to lose that that $1,000, unfortunately. And but you were given exclusive rights to the property for five business days. So not like the ones we spoke about previously that we can negotiate. That's written in the contract, default, gone. Hard, hard, hard. hard. Yeah, that's a hard not negotiable. Um, <laughs> then you've got a 10% deposit. Um, now, out of interest, guys and girls, a 10% deposit is you've just locked the property in, you've done your strata. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, that 0.25% deposit will go towards the purchase of the property should you purchase the property. So you don't lose it if you buy. It goes towards the deposit of the property as a deposit. Um, <laughs> but if you buy the property with a 10% down deposit and the property is exchanged with unconditional, no cooling off, then that what's the good news? The good news, it's sold, it's yours there's there's no back and forth yeah it's your little puppy now with that have bearing that in mind it, it is your little puppy um that 10 percent is definitely not is definitely not refundable but it's it's not it's not limited to the 10 percent. so if you pull out and you don't go ahead they will take that 10 percent plus damages yeah so now really, how many times have you seen that 
I've never had it personally, but I think there's been one or twice, but only with off the plan. I think we had one or two examples. Yeah. We have, I, it's very rare. Generally, very rare. So out, say out of every thousand transactions that we witness, you probably would not get one person doing that. It is really, really rare. I would say about one in one in 3,000 transactions we would see that. Yeah. It, it What's gonna, Michael Edwards got to say? Uh, tenants think that landlord... He's always got lots to say. Yeah, he's a good man. Uh, he's fun. Tenants think landlords are rich, but most of them are walking a fine line, one or two mortgages, properties, not a huge portfolio. That can be absorbed a week's rent, 100%. And we're seeing this during COVID, aren't we, Mark? There's so much going on the tenant side and landlords are bleeding. Um, yep. Now, no. something we should also mention that Michael's um, triggered me on is all of these deposits agents don't benefit from. Oh. Yep. All yeah. of these deposits agents do not benefit from. The beneficiaries are the property owners, the landlords or the sellers. Very true because... I think there's a misconception in the marketplace, just to wrap it up in a couple of minutes, there is that misconception in the marketplace, yeah. agent gets the money, agent gets the commissions, the agents yeah. give me my money, screw the agent, give me my you money. Got my, my, my money. Give me my money. Yeah. But like, go through a good faith deposit, when someone pays yeah. a good faith deposit, like, yeah. the, the like, it's so highly regulated, isn't it? Super, yeah. super, super. So, guys and girls, just remember that. And uh, I think that's a wrap on deposits. What about so, questions? Hang on. And what about agents' commission after ten percent is paid? Okay, this is a, a oh, good one. That's so, a good one. Because I've had this. Clever. I've had this. Yeah. Actually, I did have a deal fall through. The commercial one, Harbord Road. Who? Uh, oh. The Harbord Road for Harbord Road for two point five. So uh, to answer Andrew's question uh, about agents' commission, the way agreements are written technically, well, the way it's written here, technically your fee is payable on exchange, uh, well, is payable on exchange. Your job is you're entitled. There's probably you're entitled to your fee on exchange because that's what it says I'm in um, executing the contract. But you just most get, agents' you know, agreements yeah, most is um, paid that way because I had a deal in Harbord Road where it was exchanged, the buyer didn't settle. But the way the agreement's re written is by basically our job is done once it executed contracts, and if the buyer doesn't go through, because the owner keeps the ten percent deposit, and we take yeah. Off so if I effectively, like the owner gets eight percent, we get two percent, and that's um. And then we go again. Yeah. So normally, the, you know, like normally um, it's it's actually a bit of a win-win for the agent and a bit win, a win-win for the owner, providing they can sell that property for the same value and not 8% less and, and no, no greater than 8% 8 less, the owner is actually in a neutral or a, or a better position. Yes. Um, Good morning, Bill. How are you? And as Admiral says, we are still entitled to our fee, um, what I see quite often in commercial, a deposit would be released. Uh, it's quite often deals. So you exchange unconditional, the deposit goes to the vendor, but as the agent, we take our fee on exchange. 
because just like it would happen on settlement, the um, deposits released to the owner, we take our fee. Um, a lot of time in commercial, we can get it on exchange because instead of the, t the deposit sitting in our trust account, it goes directly to the owner um, yeah. and we're entitled to it. So we can take it because the reality is if it settles or doesn't settle, our fee is still payable. So, Yeah, and just a message out there to everyone who's um, with, with fees, particularly if you're real estate agents, just be careful about releasing your deposits. The Law Society doesn't recommend they get released. Yep. Um, they recommend they stay as a stake for the purchaser and the vendor in a trust account, in a regulated trust account by an agent or a, or a solicitor of a vendor. But um, yeah, don't don't get them released. That's just it's just it's yeah. broken hearts normally. And if you do have your fee held, either get paid your fee or have the fee held in trust. No yeah. amount is worth chasing. Take it for, no. take it first hand. It doesn't matter if that fee is $300,000. If they don't yep. want to pay you, it will cost you more to potentially chase it. So basically have the fee paid. If the deposit gets paid, fee stays in trust or gets paid, but never release it all. Don't settle for getting paid on settlement because they don't. Very complex deposits, very, very complex. complex. But hopefully we've, we've, um, we've, we've cleared it up a little bit for peeps out there today, consumers. Um, it's not really spoken about much besides until it shit hits the fans. So if we can arm people up, prepare people up a little bit more by talking about it today, I hope we have. Yeah, lots of questions that came in. I didn't scroll down. There we go. Never released. Yeah, as Bill says, never released a deposit with us written undertaken from. Yep. Uh, Michael Edwards. I, Bill, I still wouldn't do it with a written undertaking from a solicitor. I still wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, unless you get paid. Um, unless you get paid. Yeah, off topic at reality now paying the agent's commission on unconditional exchange. Thoughts? What was that? Off topic, but is that realty? Is that another agency? Paying agent's commission on unconditional exchange. Yeah. I th oh, look, we, we, we do do it but when deposits are released. Um, there are companies that are doing it for real estate agents. Um, they're getting paid on exchange. Um, I think if, if uh, agents are running their business like that, I would be worried about those real estate agents. I don't, I don't, think, it's a, I don't think it's a good, sound business practice to be paying a clip to, um, to paid on exchange companies. So anyone who's watching that's not a real estate agent, agents can get paid by a third-party provider on exchange, but they lose a percentage of their commission. Not a good idea. Not good. Not good for cash. Not good if you can't cash flow. Waiting yeah. six weeks for a commission to come in for a business, you shouldn't be in business. It's the first sign of shit hitting the fan, really. I remember Tom Paddles yep. talking about this. Uh, talking about Nikki. Thanks as always. Thank you very much for watching Nikki and interacting. Love it. And Mal, as Thanks, always, Nick stuff. Uh, speak to you all soon. Got to wait until the order of the agent. Um, not, yeah, no, not no. on settlement. Order on the agent. Order on agent didn't help us either. Yeah. <laughs> a, no. Undertaking from a sister or order, a, order on the agent, uh, still, still not secure enough. We've happened yeah. to us. We've, we've, you know, we've been hit by a $250,000 commission not coming um, into the office um, and, uh, and yeah, you had to, had to pursue it absolutely vigorously and I've got to tell you, none of those things helped. Yeah, so when we say no, it's coming from, we can, if you want to speak more, Anmo, you can just give me a call for the details. 
uh, same as you, Bill, because, yeah, everything you've suggested, we had it and it doesn't help. So, no, just don't even try. Just don't release it. Yeah, just do not release it once, the, you know, if it's stakeholder and it's part of your agreement. So that's, that's a wrap. Long one today. Thank you very much, guys. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye.